Yeah. Hello, welcome to the Winners Mindset Podcast. Welcome, Jovino. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, brother. I'm better now that I'm speaking to you, Ed. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is brilliant, Javina. And like listening to all your videos on TikTok, in- Instagram, like the character that you are to have on now is just going to be really, really good for, for for me and for all the viewers watching. So um, thank you so much. No worries, brother. No worries. Just just before we start, and I think Javina w- would agree with me on this, is that the reason why I'm doing this podcast, the key reason is to raise awareness for s- stammering and for disabled disability people to go and, put, go and put yourself out there and show who you really are. Don't let these things hold you back. I hate the thing, Javino, when people say this is a problem because for me it's not, because for me it's not, this is not, not really a big problem. You just have yeah. to put yourself out there and be who, um, who you are because you should be. 110%. 110%, bro. Okay, perfect, Javino. So we start off here now, okay? For you, Javino, what does a winner's mindset mean to you? A winner's mindset is bro it's an unbreakability it's a it's a it's a focus that is so strong that there's no no matter what happens no matter what the bro it could be a tsunami it could be an earthquake can javino be javino that's if i can be myself at any opportunity anything that life falls at me if i can be myself and be true to myself that's a winner's mindset is by being you monday to sunday yeah, being you, no matter what, no matter what life falls at you, that's the winner's mindset, brother. And that's the winner's mindset. And on your videos, the one thing that you ask people my age even is, what's one thing that you like about yourself? What's one thing that you like about yourself, Javina? I like my honesty, and I love, I love my honesty, and I love my passion. I love yeah, my dedication. You. And yeah, you know what? My energies are matchable. You're not gonna find them. You're not gonna find them. I ain't even going to swear. I wanted want to swear, but I'm not going to swear. You ain't going to find another person on this planet with my energy for this. It's impossible. I dare you. I double dare you to find somebody with this energy. And I love that. I love that every day I wake up and I'm like this. I love that every day I wake up and I'm you like this and I can pass it on. With a buzz. And Dennis, Javine, you pass that on to everybody around you. So when you're in I try my best. working out or if you're working with your clients, you pass the energy on to loads of people around yeah. you. Such such a positive effect. Um, so, Shavina, talk to me about your childhood then, your upbringing. Yeah, my upbringing, bro, my upbringing was good, Edward. My upbringing was, my mum and dad are fantastic people. My brother, I've got, I've come from a big family, man. There's a lot of us, we're very, uh, we're very close. Me and my brother and uh, my cousin Trevor, my, well, my brother Trevor, we're, we're kind of the oldest ones. Yeah. And then I've got my three little brothers, uh, Shane, Kino and Dwight. I've got my little sister, Trudy. We're all very close, man. And my upbringing was, bro, I think family first. That's one thing that we've always been taught, family first. And to help people. People in need help. Everyone, Most people in my family are ridiculously helpful and they will bend over backwards if they've got love for you. If I've got love for you, there's nothing that you can't ask me. You understand what I'm saying? Um, and my upbringing, my childhood was great, man. Like, I've I got no complaints. My mum and dad sacrificed a lot for me and all of my brothers. Uh, and and part of the reason why we all go so hard now as, a, as grown men is to pay them back. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not, not yeah. financially yet. I think, mm-hmm. how old are you, Ed? How old are you? 14. You're 14. 
Yeah. Your parents are doing things now behind the scenes that you won't even understand until you get older. And right now, it's never to pay back my mum and dad financially. It's to pay them, pay them back with success. You exactly. see what I'm saying? Like, I, I was a cricketer. Ed. I was a cricket player and my dad, well, hundreds of, of trips up the motorway to London, to Kent, to Gloucester, to Worcester, to Northampton, to all over the place, dropping me off to play cricket. And me being successful now or trying to be successful is letting is paying my dad back for all the things that he sacrificed yeah. and all the things that my mum sacrificed. Do you know what I mean? Trevino, I've been in Dubai now for eight years and this is, for me, this is home. This is luxury for some people. So, Are you living in, are you in Dubai right now? Yeah, Dubai, because this, because this is where I live. And it's I crazy. Know that. Yeah, yeah. And because I moved from the UK when I was, um, I think, eight. So I've been here for now maybe six years, actually. And like I feel when I actually go back to the UK how lucky I am. And, and yeah. it does take it in for me. And obviously my brother and stuff like that talked to me about it. Um, but you, I don't really still, even now, I don't really un, un, understand really where I am and the, the, the opportunities that I have compared yeah. to some people. And you still, it just, it's just really mad, isn't it? Um, Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Ed? Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, so this podcast I think is amazing. So listen, when I, I get asked to do so many podcasts, like so many, I turn down so many podcasts. I literally looked on your page and I'm not trying to be weird or nothing, but I liked you. I liked who you are. I liked the way you spoke. And straight away, I thought, you know what? It's the kind of man that I want to chop it up with. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah, yeah. Bro, it's not about, yeah, yeah. And the fact is, uh, I like what you represent. And I think you're, you're very similar to me where that you seem very honest in the way you speak. So I'm going to ask you a question. Do you know when you move to, you know, when you move to Dubai? Yeah. How do you know your stammer? Do you feel embarrassed about it? How do you feel about your stammer? When I What's first, your relationship? Yeah. When I first came here, yeah. When I first came here, yeah. I've done a talk about this because I used to feel that I wouldn't fit in. So I used, oh. to hold, um, I used to hold back. I used to not really make friends as much as I would have wanted to. And I just hold back in class, in school, and even at home at times. Um, and it's only until, it's only until literally last year where I thought, like, I'm fed up of this. I'm fed up of living, living this life where I'm holding things back. Like, I want to show people who the real Ed Lynch is. I want to show who I am and what I'm about. And I still got comments now, Javino, saying you're doing this podcast because you think you've got to win his mindset and all that rubbish. And it's crap because I'm doing this podcast not to just speak to pe people like you and spread awareness, but to show those people that don't let things hold you back. Don't let yeah. them back. So it's a key message that I spread on all the episodes. And it's the same thing that for me, lie. So that's your question answered there. Yeah, so, definitely. Brilliant, yeah, brilliant. Back. But hopefully now I'm trying to show people who the real me is. Um, so you moved from Jamaica to the UK at a, um, at a young age. How did you find that tra transition? Transition was, was calm. It was all right, man. It was a... Uh... First time I seen snow, I panicked a bit, Ed. The first time I seen snow, I was like, ah! It, it, it <laughs> this is the first time I um... Yeah, what was this? What's all this, all this stuff falling from the sky? But the transition was good, man. The transition was all right. It was nothing. But uh, like the, you know what the thing is, what I realised? Yeah. I don't know whether it's, because obviously, obviously I mean, people aren't from Jamaica, but I don't know whether it's, well, I, well, I do know this actually. It's, 
when you come from a, pl- a country like that, people money, money is irrelevant. People ain't got nothing, Ed. Mm. So your neighbours, your friends, people ain't got nothing. So you have to learn to connect with people in the purest way, which is, yo, Ed, how are you? How's your family? Do you need anything? Yeah. Like, do you need some some milk, some water? If you ain't got no, can I can I borrow two can I can I borrow two spoons of sugar? That kind of listen. But when people ain't got no money, yeah, you yeah. learn to love people for themselves in, in in the most purest organic way, and that kind of a Jamaican kind of like way of life. When you come to a country like England, it's a it's something that you don't see, man. And and mm-hmm. as you get older, I'm thirty seven now. I've been there since I was six. But as I'm older now, I look at it and I think I wish the world the, the best thing that the best thing that a lot of people could do, Ed, right? And I really I tell people this all the time, go to a country that ain't got shit. Go to a country uh, or a place that <laughs> haven't got yeah. anything because you come back with a new sense of of humbleness and of mm. gratitude for what you have got. Even when I was playing cricket, Ed, I remember. Uh, I got a contract out in India. I played. I lived in India for six months, so I was playing cricket in India for six months in a, in Bangalore and Karnataka. And I remember just looking and seeing the people in India that I seen every day, even fellow players that I was playing with. And I came back to England, going, "Why? We're lucky, you know. We're so lucky." Yeah. A sense of gratitude, a sense of gratitude, and I think, yeah, man, it humbles you when you know where you've come from. You can definitely like. Like that path that you're gonna lead as you get older, you can you can you can be very specific in what you want oh. because you know exactly where you come from. Yeah, for sure. And even when I go to countries now, like you just come back and it's a new world. It's like a new world, yeah. and you do really realize where you are and really lucky you are. Um, yeah. So let's talk about how you started your business then with with the gym. So how did that come about then? Obviously, from cricket player to business. How you know why? Why? Well, I'm going to tell you a mad story. I told this story hundreds of times, Ed. I'm going to tell you the maddest story, yeah? Yes, mate. Go on. I'm going to to tell you as quick as possible. I work for the council, Manchester Council, yeah? And uh, they wanted to put my name on flyers and put it around. This is when I was just starting out. Nobody knew who I was. I said, don't... I've I've never... The way I am now, Ed, the maddest thing is everyone and people over the country and all over the world are seeing who I am now and giving me, yo, I've been this dude forever. This is, this why, yo, this dude, the cap, where my slide is at, slider <laughs> gang, where my slide is at, this yeah. dude, yeah, where my slide is at, Fuck oh. this dude, yeah, I've been this dude forever. So I remember at the council, started off sessions, exercise sessions, and uh, they were dead. There was me and one little old lady called Brenda. Brenda's my queen to this day. She's the only member of the J7 gym that's got a lifetime membership. Where with me and Brenda by ourselves, a little old lady in the room, and the council wanted to uh, put my name on flyers and put 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 it through doors. I said, "You can't sell me on no flyer. My energy is my energy will, will burn a piece of paper. You can't put you can't sell me on no flyer. The only way you can sell me is when you meet me, when you see me, when you feel me. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So Javino McLean circuit class on a piece of paper, people are gonna get it and fold it up. So I had a bit of a beef with one guy. It was a bit of a muppet that was like, yo, you, listen, it's not like you got the busiest classes in the world. <laughs> I, said, I said, I haven't, but don't put my name on the fly. So for four months, it was me and Brenda. Nobody turned up, just me and Brenda, maybe five months. And then she loved it that much. Every session, Ed, even if it was just Brenda, I said, I'm going to give this little lady the sickest 
workout she's ever had. I may never see her again. I may never see her again. So her 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 experience with Javino needs to be world class. I gave her the sickest set for four or five months. She yeah. liked it so much. Check this out. Sorry, she she liked it so much. She told one person. That person saw saw somebody else, and then one mm. became five. Five became ten. We had mm. to go to somewhere else. Ten became twenty. 30, 40, we got too big. We had to go to another place. 40 became 50, 60, 70, 80. Wow. We, had, we got so big, we had to go somewhere else. We ended up in a school in, Bla- in Blake, we call our ladies, my old high school. And we ended up breaking the UK record for the busiest classes in the UK, where every Tuesday and Friday I'd get, uh, I think the record officially was 146 people. And it was me by myself doing the class with a, a wow. few of my staff, about two, well, me leading the session for about two or three other, other members of staff. And if it wasn't for Brenda sticking with me for them four months, she wouldn't have told her brethren. And then bam, bam, bam. And then you organically, because of word of mouth, a flyer couldn't do that. And if it wasn't for Brenda, allowing me to develop and me just becoming a bit of a, uh, the main the main person for exercise in the community, J7 won't be what it was now. What you're doing, Javina, is just it's just amazing. Like I see videos of Thank you, disabled kids, and it's just it's passing you new life to people. Like when I saw your chat with some teenage boys like me, and you said, "What's one thing you like about themselves?" They couldn't answer the first time. It's just that's amazing. the problem, and that's the matter. Yep. This, this is what I want to talk to you to you about now is that it's such a big problem that teenage boys feel like they can't they can't say what they think because they can't express their feelings if and i was talking the other day if i cried in my class there's a boy people would laugh at me if if maybe one girl cried people would be over at her to introduce gay boys feel like they can't really really tell what they think they can't yep. show their emotion and it's yep. a problem why though trivino why can't they is, is it because the instagram is it well, they're reading. I, it's, it, it's, the, it's the state of the world as it is. It's social media. It's just society. And this is the reason why I did that video because I started to see a pattern, Ed, of young boys and young girls who... my The thing with me, Ed, is I've clocked on. There's a few things that I really dislike and I'm trying to change the definition of them. So I didn't like the word gym. I hate gyms. Like, I hate the way... When you say to somebody, especially a woman, gym... They've got a feet, oh, it's a bit, oh shit, I'm going to get looked at and a sense of isolation and loneliness. So that's why I call my place J7 Health Centre because I want to redefine what people's experiences with a gym was. So yeah. now when a disabled person hears a gym, it, it was a bit of a scary thing. I want to redefine that relationship. So young boys now, their definition of masculinity, their definition of what being a man is, it's so warped, it's so... It's so wrong. They've got, I don't know whether it's because of social, it's, it, well, it's a, it's an accumulation of social media, society, and just watching the wrong people that they think that being a man looks like this. But in reality, being a man looks like this, looks like you. Yeah, you know I mean, like, so, so even, even, even if you watch the video, yeah, if you watch the video, the, the one on masculine, I even said to the, I, when I said to him, yo, can men cry? They went, no, I said, listen, I'm a man. I cried yeah. like a baby multiple times in my life. So mm. don't ever think that men can't cry. Don't ever think that men can't show emotions. Yeah. Don't ever think that men can't do this, this and that. And it's the same with the girls, with the young girls. Don't think that being a woman is what you see on social media. It's not. You know what I mean? Being a woman, 
You you make your own definition of being a woman. And I took I told I had a podcast the other day, and I said to him, bro, I I ride around in my car playing Justin Bieber. I'm a man. I love JB. I'm in I'm in my car getting my boogie on to Justin Bieber. To Backstreet Boys. That's who you are, Javina. That's who you are. Who I am, and I'm a man. I'm afraid to show who I am. And I think with these young boys, you've, they've got to. And I think, you know what it is? There's no role models. I'm just trying to be the best role model I can. And I, I think I'm, I'm blessed that I've got a voice that people listen to. So mm. if, you're gonna, if you are going to listen to me, I'm going to hit you with the strongest shit. I'm going to make, I'm going to hit you with shit that makes you go sit back and I, I want you to, to absorb it. You see what I'm saying? And it's working. At, it's working. Yeah, as you said there, it's such a big problem the way society is making you feel. And to be honest, exactly what you said there about gyms. Like, People think fitness, okay, some people do fitness because they want the six pack, they want these big muscles. And I yeah. get that. But that's not what I want in fitness or gym or anything. I want to feel like I've just worked out and I feel really good. My, my mental health's good and I'm feeling yeah. happy. And gyms, egg, exercising, this whole big kind of thin boys have to have these big six packs. Boys don't have to have that. Boys just have to be themselves, be happy. And when they're doing the exercise being happy afterwards that is what that's what it's all about yeah. and i yeah. see things and i got caught up with it for about two i saw these things on instagram like boys have to do this and that i i hate it i hate it i hate it and i feel for boys and yeah women you know you remember the question that you asked me before about the two, the two things you liked about yourself yeah just adding on to what you said there ed what i realized a long time ago is that People have got a problem with accepting themselves. There's nothing wrong with who you are. Exactly. They nothing wrong with who you are right now. Society, mm. social media, muppets on TV and all over the world are making young people like yourselves feel like there's something wrong with you. There's something what you you need to look like that, that or him. There's nothing wrong with you who you are now. And mm. that's why it's an awkward question when you say to somebody, tell me something that you like about yourself. Because the way the world is right now, it's making people feel like they're not supposed to like themselves. They're not supposed to, to, to say, you know what, I'm all right, you know. Mm, no, yeah. I don't need a six. I don't need a six pack. I'm all right with what I've got. I don't need. That's the world right now. So that's why that question came up because I started clocking on that like, these young boys and young girls. Yeah. The lack, the lacking self, the lacking self worth, and self worth. At you're 14 years old, I'm telling you this now. There's nothing more important in this world than self-worth and confidence. Knowing yourself and really valuing who you are as a person. Once you do that, bro, you ain't going to give a shit what anybody thinks. You're going to crack on with your life, walking the path that Ed wants, walking the path that Javino wants. Self-worth, baby. For yeah. real. And it's not going to let fear control you. What I've tried yeah. to do in this podcast is not let the fear of doing this podcast control me. I just want to do it because yeah. I, I do have fun doing it. Um, I'm, yeah. You really enjoyed it and i think how would you say you know fear is such a big thing like people won't take risks because fear or the failures that may happen that could happen like if it could happen but yeah really why don't you just go and express yourself have be fearless um so be fearless. was there a moment in your career and life where you've maybe you felt fearful of something but you went out and go and chased it and what was your mindset like well, I'm from a sporting background. Ed. I'm from a sporting background, so I've studied legends in sport and mentality. And I've always looked at him and watched him and I thought, 
they're doing things that I'm doing right now. Yeah. So I always, I always believed in myself like that. But then growing up, I got to a point where I said, "What? Why not?" Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I got I to know. a point where I said, "Why not?" And what I mean by that is, as a as young people, you, whether it's sports or school, you get programmed to get ready for if something doesn't happen, if yeah. you don't do good in your exams, if you don't find the love of your life, if you don't get a good job, if you don't do this, you always get programmed to to kind of that kind of role. Like, why not? Well, yeah. what, uh, to, 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 I'm not sorry, not why not. Like, what if that, that, that happens? And I started thinking, I watched something. I read a book with, uh, with Michael Jordan. This is when I was about 16. I was playing cricket trying to be a professional cricketer. And I read a book with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan said, why am I going to think about, somebody asked him, a reporter, what do you do about the shots that you miss? Or how do you feel about the shots that you miss? And he went, he never goes into taking the shot. Why am I thinking about missing a shot that I've not taken yet? And I said, boy, yeah. I said 100%. So when I was playing cricket, I'm not thinking about not being a professional cricketer. I'm thinking about what it's like when I become a professional cricketer. Exactly. When I started... When I started when I started doing my classes, I'm not thinking about oh what if they fail. I'm thinking about what when I become the biggest fitness guru on this planet. I'm not thinking about anything that's that's negative. And I think when you've got a very positive mindset, fear doesn't really bother you. But positivity is such a powerful thing. And I I always urge people to find fuel, but find things that fill you with positivity. You have to be though. The energy that you have and the positivity. As I mentioned before, that you kind of control is just really good and you're fearless, you go and change things. And that's for everybody watching this um, episode. So now we're going to end off. Um, I'm just going to ask you some five quick, quick fire question, questions. Yeah, shoot. So, one thing you can't live without? One thing I can't live without? Yeah. Oh, my family, my family, man. My wife, my kids, my mom, my dad, my brothers, my family. Yeah, family. That's what this. I do it for them. I do it for. I do everything that I do for my family to make my family proud, to make yeah. them smile. You feel me? It's, yeah. One tough time you overcame in your life. Ne I've never had a tough time in my life because it's all been positive. Because listen to this. No matter what this world throws at me, no matter what challenges, I don't believe in in hurdles. I don't believe in barriers. I believe in hurdles. Ed, what I mean by that is. I don't believe a, bar a barrier is something that's going to stop me. Anything that life throws at me, best believe I'm a hurdle, it, I'm gonna jump over it. So there's no so if I, I don't really believe in problems, that it sounds a bit mad. That's how my mind is. I'm such a positive person where I don't believe in problems. To me, if I've got a problem, Ed, it means that I'm thinking, I'm not sure I can do this, I'm not sure I can fix this. Anything that life throws at me, best believe I can fix it. I best believe I can jump over it. So when it comes to tough times in my life. I'm not going to be ignorant and say I've not had tough times. I've had many tough times, but I don't. I look at them like it's nothing because I know I can get. I, you I know I've got this. Them. You just said it there. The hurdles you're going to jump over and get through them. Not thinking, yeah. just it's real tournament. It's because it's, it's not. You're going to get through them. Your biggest yeah. achievement. My biggest achievement is staying true to myself. That's my biggest achievement. And what? Let me just explain that quickly. So listen, I've achieved so much in the last couple of years. I've got so many accolades. I'm. And people are seeing me on the TV and, and, and all these things and, 
are giving me great, great comments, and I really, I, I really love it, and I really appreciate it. Appreciate it. But Ed, I've been this dude forever. I've not changed. No. And one thing that I've loved about myself, my biggest achievement is no matter what's happened, Javino's state, Javino from 20 years ago, is I've been doing this 21 years, ain't nothing different. If you went back in, in time to 20 years, Javino still, I stay true to myself. So I'm getting success by being Javino. I'm getting success by being me, I'm not trying to be no clout chasing celebrity doing all this crap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I'm just, I'm, my biggest achievement is my honesty to myself and being true to myself. Cool. Um, three words that you would use to describe yourself. Passionate, yeah. dedicated, yeah, uh, and humble. Perfect. I'm funny as well. I'm funny as well. Then. You you're me. This, this whole thing is brilliant. Like it, I knew it'd be like this. It's just been class. Like you. Well, we, we need we need something. to do it again. You, you, it. You, listen, I'm either gonna come to Dubai. Yeah, and we're going <laughs> to do it on the beach with some baby oil and look sexy doing it, baby oil and flowers and oh, shit. Oh, when you come back to England, like, we need to link up and do it face-to-face, brother. It was a pleasure. Sure. And sure. um, three values that you set yourself daily. Three values? Yeah. Being, true to, my, being true to myself. Yeah. Being, being the hardest worker. So work ethic. Work ethic is vital. And the first thing is, can I influence everybody that I touch? Can I inspire everybody that I come across? Every yeah. morning I wake up at half four before I leave my house. I said, everybody that comes in contact with Javino today, I need to fill you. I need to pump you with energy. I need to yeah. pump you with some vibes so that you can bring that into your life. Every single person could be you, your mum, your cat, your dog, the squirrel outside in the garden. Mm-hmm. If you contact me, best believe I'm going to fill you with energy. I'm going to fill you with some love. For sure, like that's just mad because you like when you do try and help people, care for people, try to inf- mm. influence them is so important. So that is the end of now, Javina. You oh, brilliant. fantastic, absolutely fantastic. It's just been a really good one. Um, talking just about loads of things that you mentioned before to teams like me, and it's so important to get the message across that you've been 100%. trying to do for the last how and however years. So thank you so much. And you're welcome, if- brother. Yeah, and if there's one message again to all the viewers is that hopefully I've shown and Javino showed that through challenges, tough times, you can get through them and uh, they're not barriers, they're hurdles. So thank you so much. 100%. My brother, thank you. you. Cheers, thank you very much, Javino.